This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, The Fan. This is Dennis Michelson along with Laurie Monroe, the Wonderfully talented Lori Monroe from RacetalkRadio.com. Wow. Yeah, I've got to butter you up as much as I can. You must want something, Michelson. Uh, well, I want an answer to a question that's bothered me all week long. Okay. And, I, well, and I know you will have the answer to this, Lori Monroe. Well, I can't guarantee it, but I'll give it a whirl. Okay, what is it? What did NASCAR do to ruin Michigan? Oh, that. <laughs> I see what you mean. They ruined um, it. Yeah. What What gets me is you can't blame the tracks. You can't blame any of the tracks that any of these races go to. All you got to do is look at the evolution of the car and where we are now. That's that's all there is to it. So again, as I've said before, they have to they have to start crop dusting this VHT compound all over the place or something. I just don't know. But here's a question for you. You know how everybody says, okay, we're going to Sonoma this weekend. The the road course racing is so exciting now, and it's the stuff to watch. There's so much action. You know how everybody says that. Oh yeah. Can you tell me? Is that really true, or has the oval track racing just gotten so lackluster? It's the same road course racing we've seen since, I don't know, since they were racing. I can't even throw another track at you, but you know what I mean? Like, is it just, I don't know. It's good racing, but I think it's always been good racing on road courses. Maybe they've gotten a little bit more racy. I'm not sure, but... I just think the contrast between the oval tracks and the road course racing is so vast that everybody thinks the road course racing is the end all of racing now. Yeah, and that's it. And, you know, I think what you're seeing at the road courses, the only thing that's changed what happens at a road course are the double file restarts because that has made for a lot more mayhem on the race course for the restarts. And I think that's what the fans have liked because there's more beating and banging. You know, I've heard them say, oh, the road courses now, they're like the old Bristol, you know, Mm -hmm. because there's nowhere to go. So you have the, the beating and banging. But I think more than anything else, it's the fact that these races have not gotten so much better, but they haven't gotten any worse with the oval tracks and especially after a repave here like Michigan had, the racing is horrible. They, yeah. there's, and I also blame Goodyear for this because every time there's a repave, they get out the Flintstone tires. They get out tires that are so hard that there's no advantage to changing tires and there's no tire wear that's significant at all. And again, that was the case this week. In Michigan last week, they had the competition caution, which the whole purpose is to see how the tire wear went. Mm -hmm. 
and nobody changed four tires. Not well, even weren't the- they running that multi-compound tire as well? Yes, yes, yeah. which never works. That's an awful mix also. They ruined It's like Atlanta. a bloody gimmick. They ruined Atlanta when they went to that multi-tire tread thing, and they've ruined Michigan. Michigan, yes, you know, occasionally you got into periods at Michigan where you needed the Hubble Space Telescope to see <laughs> the second place car. But at the end of the day, you finally got some good racing because there was enough difference in the tire wear that if a guy went out there and was a rabbit, he would wear his tires off and the rest of the pack could come and get him. And you had that second and even third grooves at the track that gave guys a chance to race up top when when their tires did go away. What we saw at Michigan was ridiculous. This is, again, it's like watching a Formula One race on an oval. There's Mm -hmm. eight seconds between cars after a few laps. I just, and clean air was worth about two seconds over new tires. And that just doesn't make any sense. But I'm glad to go into Sonoma because we will at least get something different. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it should be. It should be a decent race. This should make up for the last couple of weeks, I would say. And, and here's the thing, too. It's NASCAR's back to some of their gimmicks to try to make the races better. After a while this year, you know, with the stage racing, they kind of let the races play out. And now they're back to to throwing cautions. And, you know, there was a garbage bag blowing across the track. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was staying in one place either, but as soon as the garbage bag was, put it out, put it out, put it out, put it out. What about the cowboy hat? The cowboy hat didn't cause a caution, but a garbage bag did. <laughs> if if anyone can explain the logic, because when the when the cowboy hat came on the track, there was actually a little bit of close racing going on there was only like a two car length advantage and i think they didn't want to interrupt an actual pass but once again i almost felt sorry for kyle bush although i love when he gets ripped off like this because i know that the radioactive is going to be so good the following week well i was worried about the cowboy hat because as it was you know just sort of just jiggling a little bit on the track i kind of thought well obviously austin dillon's underneath it so (laughs) i was i was concerned that he wasn't racing and he was actually just trying to run across the track that was a large enough cowboy hat to cover him up probably crazy yeah yeah no word on whose head that was that was bobbing and weaving with the hat but oh i just the last two weeks you know, I we sit here every week, and and people have even accused us of of being too sympathetic to problems in NASCAR. The last two weeks at Pocono and Michigan, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for this radio show that we're doing, Laurie Monroe, I might have turned off a NASCAR race. Oh, now, you would not. There's absolutely no way you would. I don't think has have either of us intentionally missed a race since no. i don't know was it before the year 2000 even when i've missed the live broadcast i've quickly watched the replay yeah because 
this is this is what Sunday is around here. Sunday is NASCAR time. Of course, NASCAR time used to start at one o'clock Eastern on a regular basis, and you knew where it was going to be, what channel, what time, and all that. And now you've got to figure out what channel it is this week, what time it is this week. You know, I'm glad we moved to the West Coast because now they'll probably put the race on earlier. <laughs> yeah, you never know. They'll it's invert crazy. it on us. It's crazy. Yeah. But the first road course of the year uh, comes with some road course ringers. Kevin O'Connell in the 15. Alan Day, our first Israeli driver ever in NASCAR, will be in the 23. Boris Said will be in the 33. Billy Johnson, the old uh, Jack Roush uh, driver from uh, from the uh, the WeatherTech series, is in the 43 this week. Josh Blecky, the kid out of Wisconsin that we had on Race Talk Radio last year, he'll be in the 51. Tommy Reagan in the 55. And the 83 team decided that they wouldn't have a road course ringer and that their guy was so bad on the road course that they're skipping the race entirely. So only 38 teams making the big trip out to California. Yeah, so obviously everyone will make the field. Will any of the road course ringers have no. a shot <laughs> at a top 20? No. Okay. I don't know. A top 20? Top 20. You know, anything's possible, but, you know, this whole road course ringer thing is such a, it's almost cliche, but. I don't know. It's uh, to me, it's always been sort of farcical. How many times will Boris said be shown going off track? Uh, probably a handful of times, but it won't happen until about the last quarter of the race. <laughs> exactly. Because you'll exactly. think, oh, wow, look at Boris. He's actually doing really good. Oh, look what happened. Yeah. You know, it's just sort of how it goes. He always finds a time. To screw up a race late in the going. but Poor I'll Boris. I will tell you, I'm going to make a prediction here that okay. Billy Johnson in that 43 car, this is a kid with a lot of experience in, in road course racing and also a lot of experience in big Fords. He will be the best chance for a top 15 this week of the ringers. Possibly, but in a stock car? Yeah, he's got some stock car experience. Uh, he's raced for See, that's Roush the problem. That's the, the problem. You know, yes. you can have these guys be so good in the series that they run, but these cars are just totally different. Very true indeed. Well, speaking of totally different, it's the totally different segment of the week coming up next. It's time for a quick break here on the final inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the final inspection. 105.7 FM, the fan. Dennis and Laurie on a Saturday afternoon, and you know what that means, folks. It's time for the most explosive segment in Milwaukee radio. Wait, lightning. When the dog sings, it means we're getting the explosives ready. I think we have five B-52 bombers getting Holy ready to cow. come in. Yeah, General Mattis is taking good damage. care of us. Obviously, he must have got a raise. 
we're doing very well. So, Laurie Monroe, it is time for our afternoon still blowing. Can you tell the good folks of Milwaukee and on the interwebs how this all works? I'll tell people all around the world how it works. And how it works is we get very, very, very upset about something that's happening during the week of racing and we want to blow it up. So if you have something that you want to blow up, you head over to racetalkradio.com. You can send us an email from there or fill out the big old fancy form and let us know what you'd like to have blown up. Just the way Patrick did this week once again, oh one of our favorite goodness. listeners. A repeat still a repeat. blowing guest. A repeat. And this has to do with Danica Patrick fans oh. who think that she's not getting the best cars compared oh to her teammates. So there were some fans pleading with Tony Stewart to give Danica better cars since she's had such rotten and bad luck this season. Patrick can't believe that they just don't get it. He says most, if not all, multicolor teams get the same type of top equipment cars. It's up to the crews and drivers to take advantage and make best of what they've got. So not one driver or team on a multi-car team gets the better cars everybody gets the same stuff and it's up to each to use it to the best that they can that i agree fantastic still blowing yeah i absolutely agree and my still has to do with something we just talked about and that's about the road course ringers and once again i just don't uh not a big fan about the road course ringers maybe it's more of a novelty act or something but there's been no road course ringers winning for the last 45 years. So <laughs> it's not like, you know, it's not like it's going to be some big sweep or anything. And, you know, I get why they do it, but I just don't think it's necessary. These, these drivers have gotten so good um, driving on road courses. We've seen it with these guys. We've seen improvement with everybody. Uh, the guys who weren't so hot on it, they're, everybody's getting better. So, you know, let them, let them race. If this is supposed to be a championship based on running all these different tracks, why are you allowing road course ringers to fill in for your drivers? So I'm just not a big fan of it. Yeah, it's not like uh, we look at the entry list and it says Kevin O'Connell, Alon Day, Dan Gurney in the Mercury Cyclone for the Wood Brothers. Yeah, yeah. That is a great still blowing. My still blowing has to do with the return of Jacques Debris. Ha ha ha. And, and not only that, but I'm blowing up my bad French accent as well. Okay, uh, that's good. I just don't understand how, after officiating races on the up and up for the early part of the season, due to the stage format thing and letting the races play out that all of a sudden NASCAR has decided that debris that earlier in the season was not a big deal because, oh yeah, it would actually blow across the track and be gone. Now all of a sudden they're throwing debris cautions left and right again just to try to liven up a bad race. You can't have it both ways. If you're going to have the stage racing and you're not going to call debris cautions early in the season then don't call it to liven up races now because you're changing the way races are officiated and that ain't a good thing. Laurie Monroe, three very good still-blowing candidates. Who's still gets blown this week? Um, Let me see. Actually, Dale Jr. Uh, it was very much in agreement with you. Dale Jr.'s podcast this week, or maybe it was his post-race uh, periscope. He was, he was pretty pretty upset about this uh 
the debris cautions as well. But um, I like Pat. I don't know. I kind of like mine. I like, I like mine. yours too. I like yours. Too. I like mine about the um, uh, about the the ringers. Yeah, let's blow up the road course ringers. Blow up the road course ringers until Dan Gurney comes back because I at least up Dan yeah. Gurney. I'm I'm not yeah. I'm not going there. So, <laughs> for the road course ringers incoming. <laughs> the sweet sound of ringer debris all over the place. I smell ringers burning. There's yeah. a lot of that's more ringer debris than Jacques debris caution. I know. It's pretty I know. good indeed. Well, Laurie Monroe, it's time to hit the NASCAR news before we wrap things up. And how about this? Kelly Blue Book coming to the number 24 team as a sponsor. I wonder if that means you're going to get a true market rate on Chase Elliott. Kelly Blue Book with Chase Elliott. Yeah, why not? I think that's a good fit. I think uh, I think their money's as good as anybody's. Absolutely. We encourage yeah. any and all sponsors. And if the folks from Kelly Blue Book would like, want to sponsor this segment on 105.7 FM, The Fan, uh, give me a call. I'll give you a great price. <laughs> also in the news, crew chief Paul Wolf just recently returned from suspension duty, and now he might miss Sonoma because yeah. he's having a baby. What a lovely way to say how much he loves you. Baby. What yes. a lovely way to stay at home and miss Sonoma. So is I know Regan Smith is the designated baby driver. <laughs> is there a designated baby crew chief? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't okay. think so. <laughs> I, I was wondering if, like, Regan Smith had a brother who was a crew chief. That would be perfect. Yeah, you never know. It's 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 at all. It's possible. Everybody's having babies right now. I know uh, Trevor Bain just uh, they just had a, a little son, and uh, and Joey Logano and his wife have just announced that they're pregnant. They'll be having their baby in January. A lot of everybody's pregnant. A lot of opportunities for Regan Smith here. Oh, uh, he'll 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 have his pick of the litter. Absolutely, he'll be he'll get to drive anything he wants. There you go. <laughs> also in the kid news, how about this? The youngest of the Jarrett clan, not a racer, but he got drafted by the Baltimore Orioles. <sighs> okay, so was was his father not a ball player as well at one point? And a golfer, like DJ. Was he a golfer? A okay, a golfer. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember there was some sort of a, a a baseball connection or something there. But no, good for him. You know, not not every racer's kid grows up to do exactly what they do. Actually, I'm sure the percentage is pretty darn small. Kid hit 13 home runs in 58 college games this year. That's cool. a lot of home runs. I mean, granted, that's not the major leagues, but that's the equivalent of hitting over 30 home runs a year during a major league uh, length of a season. That's impressive. So pretty cool. Also in the news, Robbie Gordon is banned from racing in Australia. And Laurie Monroe, I'm really, I'm upset that we caused this because it was because he was doing donuts. I know. And a few years ago, Robbie was doing donuts with us as well. So we probably yeah. taught him some bad very bad habits. So, uh, yeah, habits. They're, they're thinking not even letting them back in the country, I think. Just think of all the trouble Robbie Gordon has gotten into since we interviewed him on doing donuts. I know. Poor Crazy. guy. 
Yeah. Oh, well. Bad news. Also in the news, the an original docu-series will be following Hendrick Motorsports. It'll debut in July with eight episodes. I hope it's going to air during a time where there's people who are awake and on a channel that's accessible by more than six people. Because this is always the downside of these fabulous shows that they come up with. Nobody can see them. Nobody can watch them. And, oh, well, I guess nobody was interested, so we're never doing this again. they got to plan this out. I hope they've done it well. It sounds like it's some kind of an online network thing, like a pay-to-view sort of thing. Because it's on something I've never heard of. It's called Complex Networks Rated Red, which is available on something called Go90 starting on Wednesday, July the 19th. I have never heard of that. Well, as I was just saying, you know, <laughs> screw people. the rest of us. We're never seeing this. Five people And I'm sure it's going it. to – why aren't they debuting it on February the 29th on, you know, some other year? You know, just make it so inaccessible for people. I don't know. Yeah, all 12 Maybe I'm old-fashioned. I just like to turn a knob and be able to watch what's on the box flicking at me. That would be very good indeed. Well, it is <laughs> time to pick our winners for the road course at oh. Sonoma. Laurie Monroe, which one of the road course ringers are you? No, I'm just kidding. Who are you picking to win out at Sonoma? You know, I... I decided I'm an absolute fool if I don't pick Kyle Larson for everything for the rest of the year. And even though this is not his forte, there's something that tells me that he's going to do well. That's a good pick. I don't think yeah. there's any reason that that kid shouldn't be. Hell, he would have been a good moonshine driver back oh, in the absolutely. day. absolutely. Yeah. That's how good he is. Well, I am not going out on a limb. I'm taking kind of a little bit of a Long shot at any other track except for the road courses. I'm taking A.J. Allmendinger. Yeah, that'd, he'd be a good pick as well, absolutely. Very good picks from yep. both of us. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to the NASCAR segment here on the Final Inspection on 105.7 FM, The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.